Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and updates is about regulatory action. The European Union has finalized the text of their crypto regulations. Remember, it's called MICA or crypt Markets and Crypto Assets. MICA, Markets and Crypto Assets. So what does it say? And then we got European Parliament is also pushing to use blockchain for taxes. And Kim Kardashian gets hit by crypto sheriff Gary Gensler. What the heck are you talking about? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, please like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment. I want to hear from you. It helps support the channel more than you could ever imagine. And I really appreciate it. Don't forget, this is not financial advice. Use the links below to do your own research. And all right. If you've been watching my show, you would remember that earlier this year, I did some videos on EU's crypto regulation. And if you remember, there was some pretty prohibitive language in there and that got removed and then it was added back. Well, this has been going back and forth and uh, the text has been sealed and now it's time to put up for a vote. If passed, the new Markets and Crypto Assets Legislation, a.k.a. MICA, will go into effect, into effect in 2024. So what does it say? I'm going to share my screen. If you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below to follow along or just listen up and you will get to see hear everything. Okay, so we got authors Jack... Schickler and Sindali Hangdagama report for Coindesk in articles titled EU finalizes legal text for landmark crypto regulations under MICA. A leaked draft of the text reviewed by Coindesk shows the rules could apply to algorithmic stablecoins and fractionalized NFTs. All right, so I'm going to read some stuff here. The Euro European Union has finalized the text of the landmark Markets and Crypto Assets Legislation, or MICA. Officially, the text is still open to comments, but sources briefed on the talks have told Coindesk that it is, in practice, finalized. MICA, once passed into law, will require issuers of crypto assets to publish white papers containing technical roadmaps for platforms to register with the authorities, require stablecoin issuers to hold capital, and be prudently managed. All right, so you could see this is going into what we've been hearing the SEC and Gary Gensler saying that crypto needs disclosures. On, well, he's saying securities need disclosures and cryptos are securities. I don't know that we'll have to see you know how that all gets played out. But what we do, what I do believe and agree with is that it would be nice to. I think there should be certain uh, set certain types of disclosures and stable coins should prove that they're stable. I'm not just going to trust them. This is crypto. It's a trustless system. So why should I trust you? Show me the money. Okay. Anyway, uh, keep moving on. The new draft also features changes that could indicate how the EU might treat algorithmic stable coins, which were notably excluded from Micah's scope when it was first introduced in 2020. Algorithmic stable coins, similar to the recent collapsed Terra USD or UST, which used another cryptocurrency and a bit of code to balance its price and supply, should 
fall within the scope of regulation, irrespective of how the issuer intends to design the crypto asset, including the mechanism to maintain a stable value. So basically, this is like, yeah, algorithmic stable coins. I don't care what you're you call yourself, but um, they're going to come into, you know, they're going to be regulated pretty hard. So what I see is like, I don't know if we're going to see any algorithmic stable coins in in crypto, or maybe they'll have to write up a white paper and then they'll be they'll look at like a normal cryptocurrency. Maybe they won't be able to be called stable coins. I don't know. Maybe it'll just be called algorithmic coins because I don't know of any algorithmic stable coins that are stable at all. The only the only decentralized stable coin that I know of is DAI from MakerDAO, and that is over collateralized with other crypto assets. But so I don't I don't think you're going to see another UST at least being used in the European Union. Uh, and I don't know about you, but uh, what do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Let's keep moving. Okay, so it goes down and it starts. To, we talk a little bit about NFTs. So how are they going to be regulated? It says, while the leaked draft thrashed out in a series of technical meetings following a June 30th deal shows MICA doesn't apply to NFTs that are genuinely unique and incapable of being traded with each other. The issuance of crypto assets as non-fungible tokens in a large series or collection should be considered as an indicator of their fungibility. The final compromise text says. So I think that that's really interesting. It says, even if the issuer gave it a unique identifier. It says, keeps going on to say, the details of the provision have caused concern within the industry. The exact drafting used could determine whether in practice the regulation covers the bulk of the NFT market, such as, but distinct board apes. So basically they're saying the board ape yacht club, well, they're not that different. One is not really different than the other. Sure, one has a different hat and a different smile and whatever. But ultimately, they're, they're, the concern here is that the way the, the language is written, uh, something like the Board API Club, because it's a collection, they would say that's relatively, they're relatively fungible. Maybe not with other collections and other pieces of artwork, but one Board Ape to another doesn't have enough unique characteristics to distinguish itself apart from the rest of the collection. So that's what they're saying. Uh, let's jump over to a more current article on this whole thing. It's uh, by Jack Schickler and it's titled it's with Coindesk and it's titled EU seals text of landmark crypto law MICA fund transfer rules legal text to license crypto firms and vet transactions were agreed by national diplomats after political deals were struck in June so i'm going to read you a little bit from this the european union has agreed to the full legal text of its landmark legislation known as markets and crypto Acket, markets in crypto assets regulation or MICA alongside a further law to re reveal the identity of those making crypto payments. So there, well, we'll get into a second, but that's a really interesting piece of this whole thing is like, there is like a big debate. If you remember uh, when I was doing reporting on this earlier this year about whether or not you had identify yourself, whether you could have any anonymity whatsoever within the European union when using crypto. All right, let's keep going. MICA introduces the first ever licensing regime for crypto wallets and exchanges to operate across the block and imposes 
severe requirements on stablecoins that are intended to avoid terrorist-style collapses. A separate law on funds, funds transfers requires wallet providers to check their customers' identity in a bid to cut money laundering. So there you go. I think that's also interesting because it kind of sounds like they're saying that you're going to have to make identifying statements or verify your identity through wallet, which sounds like they're pulling away anonymity. I'm not surprised at all. And it says since June, officials and lawmakers have attempted to turn two political outlines agreed in June into a definitive legislative text. So what are those two political outlines? Uh, the first here is the crypto authorization law it says uh, protect investors. Let's see here. Um. So this is looking like um, the world's third biggest economy wants the market and crypto asset regulation to protect investors instead of strict standard for stablecoin issuers. So there's a stablecoin, uh, a stablecoin political outline, and then there's this other political outline is the uh, no AML checks for most transfers to unhosted wallets. This is a meeting Wednesday, a Wednesday meeting secured a final deal on anti-money laundering legislation for crypto transfers and largely overturned a proposal from the EU parliament to impose laundering checks on all payments to private wallets. And so that looks, sounds to me like there's actually no def definitive situation situation when it comes to the wallets. So I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see, uh, as we get more information on this and, um, and it also goes down here. <clears throat> and says that let's see they're talking about US dollar denominated stable coins so there was in the previous in the previous legislation uh that caused this to get rebuffed like a couple of weeks ago it says here that so like they could only have a certain amount of transactions per stablecoin, and that was going to really limit limit the use of other stablecoins and other fiat currencies to be used in the EU. But France, it says, wasn't interested in that, and they rebuffed that. So we're going to still have to see what's going to happen. I mean, if you can't use stablecoins... If stablecoins are limited in in scope, then uh, how are we going to move the money around in Europe? I mean, Europeans, if you're listening to this, what do you think about this? Do you, you know, what do you think about anonymity when it comes to unhosted wallets? An unhosted wallet is a really bad term because it's really a private wallet that you own and you hold and you put your money in and move your money out from and they want you to connect that to your identity that'll li literally take away all of your anonymity every single purchase you make or every single financial transaction you make will be put will be on chain for anyone that has access to that information to see uh if you want to learn more about this you can go back and watch my videos on this but it's not good. At least that's how it looks. And I'm down with the algorithmic stable coins being 
not a thing. I don't care about algorithmic stable coins. Do you? Do you disagree with me? Uh, I just want stable coins to show me the money. I want us to. Let's see. What is the other piece here? Uh, this whole crypto wallet and exchange licensing thing. Uh, I mean, I get the licensing for exchanges, but crypto wallets, I don't like it. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see just how 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 much this is, how well this is received and how well it's not. And I mean, at the end of the day, what's important is like, does this you know prohibit innovation or not? And the jury's kind of out. Uh, from the most part, my research says that this is being well received in the crypto industry. Yeah, some people are worried about its limitations, but ultimately, by and large, this is being seen as a positive. What do you think about this? Let me know. Leave a comment below, and I'm going to move on. So I have an article here from Turner Wright from Cointelegraph titled European Parliament Members Vote in Favor of Crypto and Blockchain Tax Policies. So this is something completely separate from MICA. Uh, this was just has been has been. Voted on, it says the resolution recommended authorities in the parliament's 27 member states consider a simplified tax treatment for crypto users involved in occasional or small transactions. So, and it keeps continues on to say members of the parliament of the European Union voted in favor of a non-binding resolution aimed at using blockchain to fight tax evasion and coordinate tax policy. So they're basically moving into using blockchain to probably have you know everybody's taxes being put on blockchain it's what it sounds like but it also sounds like they might just be talking about cryptocurrency uh using the blockchain to fight tax evasion on with cryptocurrencies so i think this is interesting because why wouldn't they do that i don't know it's just so weird it's like you can run literally run a software and put, but you have to know everybody's identification. So you have to have all all identities connected to wallets, and then you can run an analysis on the chain with some software. And there's already companies that do this that can analyze every single transaction. So you literally can't cheat on your taxes. But maybe they could just run those tax those that software and just tell me what I owe them instead of me having to do my own taxes. Although that's in Europe, and I don't know if in America it's different, but um, I'm I'm game for that in America. So I don't know. What do you all think about this? Uh, I think it's interesting. I'm gonna here's a little uh, little quote here. The resolution added that the parliament's member states can integrate blockchain solutions and tax programs. And I guess this is from the language here. It says blockchain's unique features could offer a new way to automate tax collection, limit corruption, and better identify ownership of tangible and intangible assets, allowing for better taxing mobile taxpayers work must be undertaken to identify the best practice of using technology to improve the analytic capacity of tax administrations well that language does not sound like it's limited to your blockchain transactions and crypto so what i'm thinking is that all taxes eventually will be done on the blockchain and there will be no hiding anything but that's i mean i don't know for me i'm not really worried about it are you worried about being able to hide stuff in your taxes i would prefer for my taxes to be a non-event in america you have to like tell tell the irs what they what you owe them and if they find you to be lying then they come after you even if you made an honest mistake so i'd rather 
I'd rather them just tell me what I owe them. And then I guess I can, I'm still going to have to have my account and go over that paperwork. So I guess it doesn't matter, right? You still got to pay that tax accountant. Anyway, what do you think about this? Uh, do you think this is bullish? I think, I think that if the industry says Mike is good, then it's good. Uh, there's also another video. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description below from the coin bureau where he said that he had access sneak peek access to the language and he goes all in goes into depth and in all of the different types of classifications of the different types of of crypto and mica uh, and so there's like crypto there's uh asset related tokens you know something that is are reflecting tokens so it's something that reflects the value of an underlying asset there's utility tokens like bitcoin ethereum they're used in an ecosystem uh there uh and then there's like a stable coin it's called an emt or something like that like an e-money token uh and so like there's all these breakdowns so it's considered very comprehensive and uh the guy guy from Coin Bureau doesn't think that it's a bad thing. So right now, I mean, I'm most kind of positive about it. Uh, so we'll see as this text is being combed over. Apparently, there are not that many people that are familiar with the text, like intimately familiar. And apparently it's like a thousand pages, according to Guy at the Coin Bureau. So as this stuff kind of comes out and we get more information, I will be reporting it to you. But ultimately, right now, this seems to be positive to be using blockchain. Uh, or sorry to be bringing blockchain and crypto into the uh into out of this area of uncertainty and give it some sort of certainty in terms of regulation which should bring in institutional money oh so what do you think leave a comment below and i am moving on and you made it to our last ep last um sorry the last story of the day which is Kim Kardashian. So this article is by Mike Kalia and Jacqueline Korba, and it's with CNBC, and it's titled Kim Kardashian pays over $1 million to settle SEC charges linked to crypto promo, promo on her Instagram. So if you've been following the news, you probably already have heard about this, uh, but she basically said... Hey, everybody on Instagram. Hey, everybody. I heard about this Ethereum Max thing. And it's it's where is it? Hold on. I saw the picture of it. The post. Uh, well, it's like this Ethereum Max. Here it is. Are you into crypto? This is not financial advice, but sharing what my friends just told me about the Ethereum Max token and end up being like a scam. And they paid her to say this stuff. She got quarter million dollars. And uh, and let's see what. um. Let's see what CNBC has to say about this. So here you go. I want to play this clip. This morning, the SEC is charging Kim Kardashian for a post on her Instagram last year that endorsed a crypto asset security sold by Ethereum Max without disclosing how much she was paid to promote it. Joining us this, with more this morning is our own Andrew Ross Sorkin, who talked to Gary Gensler today on Squawk. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Carl. Uh, we've got a lot of news on this. The SEC saying Kim Kardashian has agreed to settle the charges, pay more than a million dollars in penalties, and cooperate in an ongoing investigation. In a statement to CNBC, Kardashian's lawyer saying, quote, Miss Kardashian fully cooperated with the SEC from the beginning, and she remains willing to do whatever she can to assist the SEC in this matter. She wanted to get this uh, matter behind her to avoid a protracted dispute. 
The agreement she reached with the SEC allows her to do that so she can move forward with her many different business pursuits. Now, I spoke with SEC Chair Gary Gensler, as you just mentioned, earlier this morning, and I asked him about the rules around advertising since we've seen many celebrities endorse crypto on social media and in commercials. That if you're advertising perfume or you're advertising vacation homes or, or anything else on the Internet, there are various laws related to that. But these are the securities laws. And those other laws might be appropriate to just say hashtag ad. But in the securities laws, Congress put in place that you have to disclose not only that you're getting paid, but the amount, nature of it. And this was really to protect the investing public when somebody is touting a stock. And whether that's a celebrity, an influencer, uh, or the like. Carl, Gary Gensler there uh, sending a warning shot to influencers everywhere about uh, what should be required when it comes to disclosure. Um, we asked him about exactly what that disclosure looks like. And I have to say, um, as strict as you may think the law is, it seems like there is some uh, distinctions between where social media may lay. Uh, she had a hashtag ad on her on her post and where an ad that might run in the Super Bowl with Matt Damon may lay. I don't believe that there's disclosure there about exactly how much he may be paid. There's also another issue that a lot of folks in crypto are watching in this, which is that Ethereum Max has clearly now been deemed a security, which raises all sorts of other questions about uh, how other tokens will be regulated in the future as securities or not, and whether places like Coinbase will ultimately have to turn into a broker dealer if, in fact, it is not simply an exchange dealing with securities. So, uh, an issue uh, in the news that a lot of people are going to focus on because of Kim Kardashian, but um, folks in finance as well. Okay, so let's uh, break that down. So basically, if you're a celebrity or an influencer and you're promoting a token, you have to say what you got paid. And you have to say, this is an ad and this is how much I got paid. But if you're an influencer and you're selling perfume or pants, you all you have to do is say this is a paid promotion or this is an ad or maybe hashtag ad is enough is what they're saying. But when it comes to promoting a specific token, because it could be considered a security, then they're saying that you have to put how much you got paid. Not only that, it was an ad. And then he brought up Matt Damon's. Super Bowl ad about crypto.com, but he was advertising crypto.com. He wasn't advertising a specific crypto token. Now, he did also make the point that, you know, all these enforcement actions are setting some sort of precedent. So now crypto companies are going to have to navigate the, the rules of the road uh, based on all these enforcement actions. And with new legislation coming, uh, that could potentially influence um, U.S. regulators. So we really need to understand what we like and what we don't like so that way we can we can actively lobby our representatives through donations, making content like this and calling them and making sure that they understand what's important to you in U.S. And if you're in Europe, please tell me what you think about this new crypto mar crypto laws, the MICA laws. Uh, I'd like to hear from you. And other than that, have a good day. Hot along.